Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. <laughs> you cannot start like Hello, that. Hello, welcome oh. to the IGN UK podcast. It's been Gamescom week. Yay. It's been a very long day. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a very long week. And we've just got back to the office. We've dropped off all our kit. And because, frankly, we're, we're, we're working from home tomorrow in massive inverted commas. Um, so we're going <laughs> to have to record the podcast today. I'm Daniel Cooper. I'm joined by Simon Cardi. Hello. Rory Powers. Hi. Hello, boys. Thank you for coming back and doing this with me. Our pleasure. Oh, Our pleasure, we're Daniel. basically in a darkened studio. We yeah. were just... Our eyes are heavy. Moments before we started recording, me and Dan were just looking up Chinese takeaways near well, it's our become houses. over the last few years, I'm sure we've mentioned this in the last couple of years, that uh, the day we get back from Gamescom, we all get a Chinese. And, and take then, pictures and of and it and send it, it to each other. <laughs> fucking sad us. <laughs> That's pretty sad. I do like looking what other people get and just going, oh, I didn't expect that from them. I didn't you, have you, you down, down as a dumpling man. No, I'm not a big fan. I'll have the food, bit, not the nation yeah. or the people. Yes. Get some chips, mate. Chinese places <laughs> do banging chips. I don't, I don't want that. It's like more, a pound for a hundred. It's much mad. more of a curry man. <laughs> hundred chips. Can I have a hundred chips, please? <laughs> much more of a go to an India and get a curry. Are you alright? <laughs> no, I'm so tired. Okay, right. All right. <laughs> some energy so We've been traveling for seven hours. It's going to be very. In. Give us a break. Is it, formally, this is going to be a very loose podcast where we Ooh, basically talk about our favorite games of the show. Ooh. So, first off, Rory Powers, you Hi. went and played a little game called DMC. I Ooh. did, yes. It was the game I was looking forward to most, I think, out of the entire convention. I played the demo. It was the same demo, and I played it over three times. Once by being very sneaky and pretending like I had gone on the wrong console by mistake so then I could go on the right console and play it again. Mm. That's some tactics there, boys. Oh, Think about we could have captured extra yeah. stuff there. Unbelievable. Wasting <laughs> our time, if anything. Um, oh. I am obviously a big DMC fan, big Devil May Cry fan, and I loved it. I thought it was really cool. In this game... Who do you play? You play as Nero. So tell me who Nero is. If people listen to this, yeah, I've know. never played it. I've made cry. <coughs> oh boy! What's going on? No, don't, don't. Here we go. All right, the sun rises. Hey, I want to go over okay, right. I've got this Chinese on order. <laughs> uh, Nero is basically a character that was introduced in DMC Four. Oh, if you're right, otherwise we're going to get some emails. On I, that. I am right. I'm, okay. I'm definitely right. Uh, he's a new character that was brought into the series. That he is part of the same bloodline as Dante, who was the main character yeah, yeah. of the original ones. But I don't think it's been um, confirmed as to I how he's exactly nephew. related. What? I thought he was his nephew. Um, some yeah. yeah. Some people think it's something to do with with Dante's <laughs> twin brother. <laughs> I, I, I think you're going to say uh, some people think it's something to do with him being the son of his brother. But uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I think the only time that was mentioned was like in an art book or something. I'm getting off topic anyway. Though. <laughs> See, I've never this played the them, weed, but I've read it? the art. But <laughs> the point being, in four, uh, one of his main abilities was he had this like demon arm, which was called the Devil Bringer. <laughs> 
<laughs> at the start of DMC5, it looks like he's had that arm ripped off by someone. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I, I do that when I sit on my left arm oh. for a little bit. Some, <laughs> well, someone just it off. And I call it the devil bringer. Oh. Well, now, uh, thanks to his friend who he's Mate. working with, she's made a prosthetic called the devil breaker. Oh. And in this game, this works kind of like, similar to uh, the Devil Bringer, um, you can use it to like grab enemies from really far away, but there's also a ton of different types of prosthetics that have all these different abilities. So some are like electric, some do like firepower. One that I picked up did like a Kamehameha blast. Sorry? What? A, a, a what? A Kamehameha oh blast. Kamehameha? It's Dragon Ball Z, what are you, come on guys. Look, we don't like your <laughs> bullshit. Like, oh it's been by the Krishnas. Hi, hi Krishna. But the game basically works as uh, you kind of burn through these arms really quickly. I thought it was going to be more you had one and you would upgrade it and have different abilities. But you just, you go through them so quick because you're just picking up more and like plugging them into the socket. So, so Joe showed me like a crazy gif where, was there a weapon that's also a motorbike? That is that was from the trailer that came out uh, after the the new demo was live, and that is uh, Dante. It looks like that's a weapon that he can use. So Dante is in it as well. Yeah, at the end of the first trailer, you saw he's like old man Dante now. He looks insane. Mm. He's got like a crazy beard and like really long hair, and he was riding in on this motorbike. And then in his GIF, he tore the motorbike in two and basically used them as yeah, like swords. They don't give a shit. The they? games are do, insane. Do whatever they want. They've, they? yeah. they've been progressively getting like weirder and weirder. If you go back and play the first one, it's so funny to see the difference because that was obviously fixed camera. It was obviously. a lot like Resident Evil. Because I think it originally was going to be Resident Evil. Um, but now it's just got more insane with all the installments. But if you like that kind of like fast combat, uh, stylish fighting, just dumb one-liners and big boss fights, it's, it, this is a perfect Bayonettery. game. Is it oh yeah, it's a, it's very bayonetic. So um, cool, that, that sounds awesome. You got on you you presented it on our live streams and you wore Nero's jacket. Yeah, mm. they had the actual jacket that they, they was in the game. That they well, to be fair, it's been the modeled. It's the jacket no that they scanned. 3D scanned and then fair put fine. it into the game. And um, it was a bit pricey. It was worth ten grand, and I oh. asked if I could keep it, and they said no. That's surprising. I guess that's under that's understandable. No. I'm not I'm not torn up. I don't think about it at all anymore. It's fine. It's cool. cool. I'm over it. Okay, cool. Ah. Oh, that sounds awesome. I really want to play that. Cool. And cool, 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 in the cool. interest of like variety, uh, let's cover <coughs> another Japanese game involving upgradable prosthetic arms. Um, Sekiro. Yes. We, you got to play it. Yeah. I did. We did it prepare to I try. I to watch you play it. We did a little episode yeah. prepared to try on it. Uh, and that's the first time you've been able to play it. Because you saw it at E3. Yeah. Was it exactly the same thing you saw at E3 that we got to play? No, because I think it was the same area, but obviously at E3, <coughs> because I was watching. <laughs> you can't, <laughs> that was a big you can't <laughs> do a mark off like that and not address it. Sorry. Is that a Kamehameha? <laughs> because at E3, I was watching gameplay demo of someone else who was actually good at the game. Oh, yeah. I saw loads of stuff. I saw boss fights. I saw that big snake that people were talking about. We, we saw about one courtyard that you fought in. We saw. We didn't even go around the corner. We saw about <laughs> four enemies. Uh, and then one slightly bigger enemy yeah. in our half an hour play So you want to see what that game's about? Like, watch our things. It is funny and like a bit of a laugh, but go watch some of the gameplay. We get to see the monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's cool. cool. It's, it's very intricate, and I feel like 
there's a lot the combat system obviously like the Souls games and Bloodborne there's a lot to it in yeah. terms of combos but even more so because it's a lot about deflecting and breaking stances and killing blows and doing all this sort of stuff like it's very intricate and I feel like mm. it wasn't very easy to uh, intuitively pick that up it was surprisingly a lot like Neo, the combat, like having to approach a situation based on how your enemy is like holding their sword. Yes. Like there are different postures also would let you know if they're going to be. a bit like that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. What but can you do with the removable arm in this one? Anything? So, so that's a lot three. more similar to how I thought it was going to be in DMC, right? Because it's just like three variants. Well, in the demo build, but yeah. there's going to be more. So it's... It, I'm going to compare it to Bloodborne and Souls just a little bit, just to like orientate people. But I think it's a bit like a trick weapon, which obviously exists in Bloodborne. Yeah. But it functions more like the guns do in Bloodborne. So you have to pick up these little white crosses, and they're effectively fuel for your prosthetic arm. Of course. Of course. That makes sense. And depending on what attachment you have, what arm you have on, they um, burn through it at different rates. Mm. So that the shuriken arm uses one at a time of this currency. If you use the firearm, it might be three or four, but they're still balancing. Oh, the and we use the firearm. Yeah. Boy, do we use right. the firearm. It's not, it's not like a weapon as such, like that you can just use infinitely. It's like yeah. it's got a cost and it's more of a tactical thing, like the gun in Bloodborne. So it's a bit. There was also like a lot of cool little details on top of that. Like at one point, the guy who was helping us with our demo was like, hey, Light a guy on fire, then strike him with your sword. And if you do it right, your sword will go on fire right, as well. Flame sword. So what other little combinations yeah. will there be? There looks That's like really a lot cool. of verticality in this one as well. You can the, grapple, can't yeah, you? Yeah, like it, you there can. Is, there's stealth is viable. <laughs> you can. You can, Cardi. Yeah, you can. You, and you, I'm not wrong. You could just tie it up there, have a little heal. Yeah. Which we did as well. That's and useful. to eat heal, you eat little gourds. Ooh. And, and, and sugar. And you can eat stuff. sugar, which is some kind of buff as well. <laughs> so he's eating pumpkins and. Dowsing sugar and sugar, yeah. game, isn't it, really? Lovely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, what I saw the corrupted monk, of course. which is the yeah. boss. When I went back and did an interview, there was a guy from From Software um, playing the game, and he was working at it. Uh, but you'd, you'd expect yeah. you'd open to be. Um, and he was fighting the boss called the corrupted monk, which Ooh. was it was fighting in, in like this beautiful looking game. Like, like religious make monk, it very not beautiful. like detective monk. Yes, it's not Tony Shaloub. <laughs> it wasn't him just was, going was, masked on a bridge. And it, you like cut off his head and his head grows back like it does in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, you've got to cut Tony Shaloub's head off. From, if you're listening, it's not too late to patch I'd, it. I'd play a Souls-like game set in the Men in Black universe. Oh, yeah, I'll put great, that out it? there. With Tony Shaloub as an antagonist. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And Frank the Pug. Yep. Oh, like, the corrupted like, pug. It's like Oratorius and Sif. You could do Tony like, Shalhoub and Frank the Pug. Use the memory wipe, some sort of effect, I'm sure. Instead of bonfires, you erase <laughs> your memory each time. Why would that help? Why wouldn't it? Memory wipe. Oh, oh, all these enemies brain, are back. It's like, can My you save the game? Gone. No, but you can forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a cool little mechanic. You forget all the abilities just that wipes, you learn. Just, just wipes your save. You oh, save these it. games are hard. You just forget all the abilities you learn, so you start again Ooh. all the time. It's re you're relearning Ooh. the game constantly. But I said to the guy from From Software, because... In a lot of From games, like corruption is a theme. Like Artorius is taken by the abyss, mm. and Bloodborne, obviously, it's all going to shit. Yeah. Like I just say, why is he corrupt? Why is he corrupted? He's like, oh, can't tell you. He was just like, oh, mm. I'm not the right person. Like, he's basically like, yeah, I'd ruin the story. 
Mm. Oh yeah, we've done it again. I wasn't implying that just recycling ideas. Oh, that translated well. Is this another you've done this shit again. Is it what? Is it another corrupted world? Is it? Is it a corrupted world sinking, sinking into darkness? To be fair, I picked up something and it was like <laughs> oh. ash and something. I was like, God, move on from oh. the ash. Miyazaki's oh. obsessed Nar with it. Narrative ambiguity is it? An intricate level design. Grow up. Grow up, mate. Is this another voiceless protagonist as well? He's voiceless, but <laughs> the I, actually I don't know if that's wholly true mm. because he's a very definite character. So there's no character creator or anything no, no he is. Okay. so the, it's a weird looking finchy I so know the, se the setup is like quite simple and story driven for for okay. from so far so at the very beginning of the game he loses um his kind of um this young lord he's meant to protect oh, careless. and he's kidnapped and he gets his arms chopped off in the opening sequence i yeah. think i think that's why that happens just like dmc and he's brought back to life and the whole mission ostensibly is to rescue this young prince but i'm sure there's loads of weird. Oh, there's way more that'll to be it. a twist or turn or two. Ooh. Or not even that. Just Ooh. multiple levels of interpretation and perspective. Why well, isn't that life? It is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to move this on from a, that. I'm just going to move on from that. It one. was really great. Simon, Ooh, a game that you've been wetting your little pants about. Oh, I've been eager to see this. Yeah, cyberpunk. Is that a Polish accent? No, 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 it's just a voice. A future accent? It's just a voice. Have you got a, a voice, a vocal cord augment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. That's when it's set. It looks, um... <laughs> is it? Is it? Really? Oh, sweet. Thanks, Night so. City, Not, which I still released. think is a bad name. Night, wait, place. as in Night like City. K-Night or Night? As in night, as in day and night. I like it. Night, Night City. City, but yeah. I've only like ever it. seen it in day, it's so it's kind of... City that always sleeps. Night <laughs> City. Oh, you're kind of city. Yeah. <laughs> I basically, you saw the demo as well, didn't you? I did. Have you seen it, Powers? I tried to you get an appointment, but I was too slammed. Oh. But, uh, probably, <laughs> probably too slammed with seeing DMC three times. Um, <laughs> and having a sleep. Yeah. Well, I gather it's basically Night the same City. thing that Joe saw at E3, so I won't go again in detail, because everyone's probably already heard it, but... I just would echo what he says. I think it looks very, very good. I thought very. I wasn't blown away like some people are, but it's exactly what I expect it to be, which is very, very exciting. I got really stressed watching it because I was watching it, and it is an incredibly detailed open world. Mm. And I was watching it, and I went, "Fuck me, this looks like a lot of work to make." Yeah, <laughs> it like everything is just so detailed. Like mm. you know, if you were cutting corners, you go, "Nobody's gonna look at that." Yeah. yeah Lads, leave it. It's not worth it. Like okay. half, half of these buildings you can't walk in. That the, sort, yeah, those sort of games. Or yeah. this, like, um, there's, like, UI for hacking someone. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so stylish and completely different to this other UI that's created for a different yeah. system. Yeah. Or when you go get upgraded. Like, one of my favorite bits in it is there's a bit where you get a new job, um, like a... But a gangster says, go steal some stuff from me, simply. Sure. And before you do it, you're like, I'm going to get some new augments to my body yeah. before I go on this mission so I stand a better chance of you know, completing it. And when you go to this doctor, he's putting the augments in. Like, in a lot of games, that could literally just be a menu and you don't need a really cut sequence for yeah. it. But yeah. you're like, one of the upgrades you get is like a new prosthetic eye. Ooh, hello. And he kind of links your body to the eye before it's in your body. So the eye that you're about to like have inserted into yeah. you is on the table next to you. And he's like, right, I'll just like connect you. So suddenly you're seeing yourself out of body. No. And then he picks it up and he's inserting it into your 
how cool is that? That is so cool. And that's cool. the thing that struck me the most, I think. All the abilities you can get. Well, we've only seen a tiny amount, I imagine. Yeah, like... It looks so cool. And the actual gunplay, which is the bit I was worried about, because they've like never proper, made a game yeah, but looks with really gunplay, good. it looks really sad. It's a really fun shooter. And yeah. then there's a bit later on the demo, it's like, we'll show you some other weapons. Uh, here is a, uh, like a katana, a samurai sword, that also can deflect bullets with using electromagnetism. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean... I'm and, in. Uh, you know, like, wanted-style... Uh, trajectory of bullets so you can aim at a wall and it will show you where it would bounce oh, off like to a ricochet bullet. behind a oh. shield or something. Like a ricochet bullet. Yeah, but when oh. I was looking at this, I was like, fuck me, it's a lot of work. I liked yeah. the it's one... Just, you know, it's like, oh, that took some time. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one you mentioned where it essentially slows down time, yeah. but it also slows down the character's voices. Yeah, it's this yeah. guy slides on a bridge. Yeah. And he oh, takes, so a, good. takes a shotgun to this guy's legs. He blows his legs off at the kneecap. And yeah. In slow motion, this guy goes, Oh, my legs! I think he goes, Oh, fuck <laughs> my legs! I would put that on like even when I'm in the stores and stuff to be like, Kink. What do you want to buy? It looks so good. The one th I just hope it has an engaging enough story to make me care. Yeah. That's my thing. Because the the story it looked obviously you, you don't really a guess tiny it, bit. Yeah, it's a sliver. Like, it's, I the think dialogue wasn't the best. I've. I, don't, I think seen. some of it works. Yeah. Sorry, you don't hear. Fuck my legs. It's, it's a novel approach to dialogue. Fuck my legs. Anyway. That's a that's a quote right there. That's a take <laughs> I think we put mentioned that, put that on the box. I think we talked about it on the show before. But you guys would like you're with me on augmentation, right? If it became available, <laughs> you would totally double I, down. I don't Mate. remember. I, I so remember. there's um, it depends what it was. There's a set of gangsters. No, in general, like would you oh, not do beef. it? Well, I'm well it depends what the augmentation was. Anything, knife hands, laser eyes. I'm I'm not, would I need that? You're not allowed knife hands. Let me right. have one. Why? You, this... you can have a pen knife finger. Oh. Is this whole show going to be about We're always opening bottles of wine. He's, he's, he's doing brilliantly as a sommelier. Yeah. I'd like if I could just turn my feet into wheels. <laughs> I want permanent heelys. <laughs> in your actual. I want to be a we Do you remember? Did you ever watch Return to Oz? The wheelers in that terrified out. me. Also, I, I know you if you turned your feet into wheels, wheeling you would face in just going around like Liverpool Street going into. But the thing, uh, I can switch between feet and those. They kind of like cycle around. So I can, if I want, I can be on wheels. And, and then other stop, times, like, I can be on feet. What? Or just one foot, one wheel, go around the circle. Oh, that's well, bad. I could chop up onions and then go back to hands. I can pick up a knife. Uh, I can wear, wear heels. Again, it was a short demo of Cyberpunk. It could be in there. There could, could be, be wheels. Um, you have a car. There is um, a gang in the, the demo that you meet, and they're obsessed. They're almost like addicted to augments. Like mm. some people like addicted to tattoos. So they've got so many augments. It's like they're barely human anymore. Like, like, they've almost faces, like carved out their faces and replaced it with like Just glowing. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> that's really. Cool. Cre they're really creepy. Like yeah. there's almost like hollowed out their bodies to replace it with augments. It and it's like, are they philosophically still humans yeah. anymore? Mm. That's, but yeah, I imagine I will adore that game, but time will tell. I thought you were going to say, I imagine, I'll look into that one day. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels sound pretty good. Um, we're going to do another little game um, called Ape Out. 
yeah, hours. This is like do you want an, to walk me through what ape hours? Yeah, I, we wanted to include this as like an honorary mention because it, it was a is game your that we. Game of the show. Yes, I, I would say it's our indie game of the show. Is it At least indie game? it's mine. I think it's really high up there. Yeah, uh, so it's basically, it's a top-down game, very stylistic, uh, where you play this monkey, this big ape, Never and the, the, every level starts off with you being in a cage, trapped, and you have to burst out and make your way, typically like out of whatever facility you're in. There's only two mechanics, which is shove someone like into a wall, or grab someone and hold onto it, or grab something. But and then you, you can throw them by yeah, pushing the button. And you should say that when you shove them, it has quite spectacular consequences. As well, in the, when? Well, when, the, when you shove a man, yeah. well, he basically explodes. <laughs> that consequence. Yeah, yeah. when you shove him into murder. a wall. I forgot when you about, sho- when yeah. you sho- So when the ape pushes someone into a wall, it's almost like instant death, and they just explode into constituent body parts. Yeah, the, the brute force of the ape really just obliterates every he, human. Yeah. That sounds brilliant. Uh, but one of the cool things about it is it's all kind of built around this like jazzy style. So all of the levels or the worlds, I guess, are albums, and you pick tracks uh, that are listed in the album. And then as soon as you start playing, you've got this kind of like free flowing jazz music over the over the you know the base of the game. And then anytime you do something like push someone into a wall, you'll hear like a cymbal or something crash, like Ksh! yeah. And it kind of just like keeps so up this momentum. You're, like, you're, you're yeah. adding to the composition. Did you play sound shapes? It's a little bit like a little that. bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a cool similar like sort of idea. Builds as it goes, sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like it's a really cool idea. So I think I don't know if it's still available anymore. I first became aware of this game like almost like a year and a half ago, I think, when um, they announced the game. They put out like a playable teaser. So the teaser trailer for the game was playable. So I think okay. you can go on PC still and find a that bit like, and get yeah, a little. Just call that PT. Yeah, playable teaser. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a really cool guy. It's made by one dude, I think. Yeah, made, made by one guy who I believe teaches at a university and has done this just in his spare in his evenings. He's made this game, That's and we ridiculous. were playing it. I was like, "This is like art. This do, is actual." I don't human do anything stuff. in the evenings. No, we just order eat Chinese food, play Overwatch. Well, that sounds good though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's not make I'm a happy. game. That sounds. Yeah. I'm happy. That sounds I, I like a lot. Of uh, but it was so much fun and it was a really creative game. There's so many little things in it where, again, similar to Cyberpunk, it could have been, they could have been really easy, but they've done something a bit more complex. It's a very like clever idea for a game. I also, one of my favorite things, like when you die, yeah. you get um, on the game over screen, you get a kind of um, an entire um, overview of the level with a line charting your progress mm. so you can see how far you were to the end and it's almost like when i played it so i just came along and met you because i was there to do something else and you put me on what turned out to be the final level which is the hardest in the game and i was like doing all right here died i was like i would say one <laughs> thirtieth into the map and i was like oh for fuck's sake what's it out on is it coming on is it switch oh, is that I a switch game? i'm not sure we were playing it on pc yeah Ooh. One of the really fun things is because uh, it sounds like you, you think like, oh, there's two buttons, grab mm. and push, and that kind of would limit your options. But the the variety comes with the characters. Like you'll bump into someone who has a machine gun. So if you grab them, they start panicking and fire their machine gun. Good so God. it's like you have a machine gun. But can you customize any limbs in this one? 
cannot customize any limbs. Uh, once someone mm -hmm. is split apart, you can pick up their arm and chuck it at other well, people. That's, that's good. That's Every pretty good. Every game so far has had removable limbs, and that's what we're going for. Um, it says PC and console. PC and uh, console. I don't know what that means. Side, also, Carter, you don't want to put, you don't want to augment a, um, a gorilla. Why? That's how the world ends, people. What? That's is how it? the world ends. That's when the apes will rise up. Apes with wheel feet? Are you kidding me? And knife hands? They didn't even need that in Planet of the Apes, did they? They didn't. Imagine if they had that. It would have taken half the time. Accelerated ape dominance. Yeah. Caesar was just a little bit smart. <laughs> AAD for short. That's like a pheromone spray. <laughs> mm. I'm going to start the uh, warning campaign. The awareness campaign for AAD. What does that stand for? I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what's an, what's an accelerated a ape dominance? That's <laughs> Tracing it. awareness for something he has already yeah. lost interest in. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, so that was a little overview of all the games at Gamescom because, it, again, it's quite late in the day and we are very tired. Yeah. Yep. We'll do a proper podcast later, honestly. Yep. But we're also going to talk about um, a lovely little thing that you two did one morning. Ooh. Yeah, not a nice little 8.30 start. Uh, the, the most. Oh, I'm sure yeah. you're getting a load of sympathy uh, from yeah. people listening to this podcast. I was fine. 8.30 start. Look. These people who listen to this are going to be down mines from 5 a.m. Okay. Yeah, um, but they weren't up at three drinking zombies, were they? Well, you they? were. I went home at 11.30 that night and got a sensible <laughs> seven hours I don't sleep. know what happens in the mining community. Maybe they do. It, yeah. could, it could be like absolute party animals. Mm. Yeah. Well, basically... It could be an absolute but, bloody legend. So, yeah, you were ridiculously hungover. Your eyes were tiny and you broke your ankle running for an obstacle course. Yeah. So, so, so what was the Fortnite thing? Well, yeah, it, was, it, bruised. it was obviously uh, Fortnite... Pretty much the biggest game in the world right now. So they have this massive booth at Gamescom, which was essentially um, a Fortnite theme park where they had built a bunch of different activities that you could do that kind of resembled activities and locations in the game itself. Mm. So they had obstacle courses. They had a zip line where you would hang onto a glider from Fortnite and glide across the map. A basketball hoop, you don't see those often. Where you score baskets in Fortnite. Yep. They had uh, pickaxes from the game that were foam where you could fight each other with. There was loads of cool stuff and fair play to them. It was a really fun booth. Um, as we said, I was very hungover. Yep. And th what I didn't want to do that morning was ride a mechanical bull. Or I wanted a zip you line. to do it more than once. I wanted a better shot, but you said no. No. If I ride it again, I will be sick or poo right now. <laughs> so we left that. Uh, and throughout the obstacle course, I got really cocky. I might have still been a little bit drunk, but <laughs> I got really cocky and tried to do a lot of things uh, that were way above what I'm physically capable of doing yep. and obliterated you, you, you myself. You you thought you were augmented. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you tried well, to slice the this, bone. This is what I was trying to tell. I talked hands. about this on the, the Facebook gaming live stream. You know when you see those videos of people doing like mad parkour and it's like they're floating, they'll like jump yeah. over a whole car yeah. and I stuff. watch that and go, oh, I'm never about to do that. See, I watch it and think, I bet <laughs> if I really tried, I could training. do that. A bit of training. No, no training. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Do, do you not just think if, if you really wanted to backflip right now. Do you think you could do a backflip? No, no, I, I no. think I'd no, break my good. neck. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the difference. I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to do and that backflip. you're breaking backflip. your neck. You're yeah. going to break his neck one day. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I really hurt As myself. As a result, you've got a yeah. grazed ankle. I got and a even with that experience, you still think next time you go, oh, I bet I could do it. I bet I could do it. Because uh, I've learned now. I think you did that <laughs> on the what? <laughs> Learned nothing. Learned fucking nothing. So a friend of mine worked on the Fortnite booth when you were there she was helping arrange it she, oh, she said um um 
I'm with Rory at Fortnite. I think he might actually throw up. <laughs> and he said, and this is the best one. She said, you had to be rescued on the zip line. Yeah, you I did. I did have to be rescued on the zip <laughs> line. And unfortunately, because I was, well, here's a little delve into my production process. I was filming super slow-mo on our Sony FS5. Have um, you got footage of that? Um, unfortunately not. This is the reason why, because I was using the end trigger slow-mo, which basically constantly records the last like 20 seconds or so. And then when you want that last 20 seconds, you press the trigger and it records that. Yep. So that was processing the slow-mo whilst he was getting rescued. So I was like, I either don't have this slow-mo shot yeah. of him doing it, or I filmed the funny bit of him getting rescued. And I went sensible, and I got the actual bit of him zip-lining. Well, it, it was a mad thing, because <laughs> the, the dude who was helping me up onto the zipline and get me secured, like, barely spoke English. Like, I couldn't understand what he was saying, and he couldn't understand what I was saying. So when I got to the front, he was like, uh, hands, hands rope, hands rope. And I was like, okay, okay thinking he meant like put your hands on your rope and he's like i'll i lead you to glider and i was like okay so he brought me over to the gr the glider and we went down and he didn't like let me grab onto it he just chucked me down it's because you're supposed to keep your hands on the rope no one told me that wait well, he, 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 he just said he no. said hands on rope he, no he said hands rope while i bring you to the glider so it's like if there's right. if you're zipping across with the glider above you that has handles with actual <laughs> you get like, off. Group, it, I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it would have been funny if you grabbed hold of those and the whole thing just came <laughs> down. Imagine <laughs> the whole Fortnite booth just collapsing in on itself before any of the public have had a and chance. Then, and then, <laughs> and then crunching it. together and disappearing into a singularity. Yeah. They just find me in the rubble on camera the last time we ever saw him. They just oh, find me in the rubble up. like you know covered what? in sick. That would have been the most <laughs> just passed out. That would have been the most few video we would have had. So, oh yeah, <laughs> IGN destroyed the Fortnite booth. Well, look, I was out drinking late, but I showed up and I did the job, and I think that's something to be proud of. <laughs> well, he kind of did. You didn't. That's what I was the telling the guy line. as he was rescuing me from the zip line. Well, well, I think yeah, I've done you a got halfway on the zip line. You lasted four seconds on the mechanical ball. If yeah, you consider that, that a success. Sorry, how many you. did you last, Cardi? Oh, oh, didn't, uh, oh, didn't do the ball, did he? Oh, so, oh. It's, been, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Right. Um, professionalism Someone's is, got to film it. and professionalism is what I want. <laughs> mm. And on that note, <laughs> after a very professional podcast, we're going to say goodbye to you, and we will return next week. Are you were ordering Chinese. What? He was doing an hour show. Mate, <laughs> mate, he's ringing me. He's out is the he? door. Oh, what are you getting? Mate, if, what are you thinking again? if he takes us back or he puts it in the bin... Tell us what you think. What's your go-to? My go-to? Uh, Singapore noodles. Lovely. Salt and pepper ribs. Yep. And I do like the, the chicken bowls with hot yeah, yeah. sweet and sour sauce. Good. Essentially They're just good. massive chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have and them in Hong greasy. Kong. Yeah. Can I suggest one addition? Ooh. A hundred chips. A hundred chips? One order of a hundred chips. It's a bit late now. Oh, right. Have you already ordered? Yeah. Mate, I'm trying to get out of here. All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. Bye.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.